Folks, welcome back. It's Wednesday and it's a tough week, obviously. Goes without saying, and this was very much welcome. It's hump day. We're almost there. And when it's hump day, when it's Wednesday, you know it's what's train wreck watching. Sponsored, of course, by Picasso's Pizza, the best pizza in the business. So let's get the best team in the business in here right away. We are breaking down, of course, the book of Boba Fett. We got the Micah man, Jake Micah. Micah, welcome. How's it going? How's it going? Uh, seeing these, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have to bring this up. It's been a thing we've, we should have talked about a long time ago. But seeing these Picasso's ads before doing this, and then I have to sit here and think about pizza and like trying to eat as we break down a great episode of Boba Fett. I honestly think it's it's kind of it's cruel of you to put us through Maniac here, but I respect it. I respect the hustle. Um, Picasso, shout out to you guys because the pizza just looks so damn good. Um, now I'm just going to be thinking about pizza while we talk about Boba Fett. So that's I just wanted you got to know where my mindset is at, actually, while we're sitting here podcasting. We're open. That's very fair. But one man who doesn't have to worry about his mindset being distracted because he's always focused on the cinema. Always he's in. always focused on the drama. That is Mr. Hollywood, Joe Casali. Casali Files, welcome. Woo. What is up, everybody? Uh, I mean, come on. It's Wednesday. It's It's just always a fun day. When you're a nerd like us uh, with Star Wars in general. And even though this is Boba Fett, I mean, I feel like I watched a completely different but amazing yeah, other Star Wars show that we have gotten within the past couple years. What a fantastic episode. Uh, you know, I just I can't wait to break it down with you guys. It shocked me. It just was like completely took me off guard, but in the best possible way, because mm. it's exactly what I needed from uh, this era of Star Wars, for sure. I, I Yeah, I can't say enough. Absolutely. So let's hop right into it. Uh, obviously, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 5. Spoilers ahead, because right off the gate, this reminded me, we always compare yeah, these streaming shows, reminded me of the Kingpin angle. They kind of teased him at the end of the one episode, and then they went <laughs> heavy with him right in the next one. Mando or Book of Boba Fett does the same thing. They teased... Uh, Jin Jarin at the end of last week's episode, and this week it is all Mando, Casali. Absolutely. I mean, you should. This should be called the Mandalorian. This episode. This takes place right after where we left off, uh, season two, Mando, and oh yeah. I mean that that's been my favorite Star new Star Wars. I mean, you know that they put out. So I was already in. I, I just yeah. What a what a what a way to. To kind of start off this episode, it was kind of cool, too, because it just kind of really took place right after him leaving Grogu with Luke and, and kind of finding his wife, finding, uh, you know, what he really needs to do. He needs a ship, all this stuff. And, I mean, come on, this was just, uh, it's just so great to see uh, Din Djarin back on the screen. And, you know, it's just, I mean, what a way to start off this episode, for sure. Yeah, um, I was not expecting this full-on assault of Mandalorian, but we've talked about how uh, how interconnected these things could get. I mean, we mm -hmm. obviously know everything that's coming out in the future and everything, and they're setting a pretty, like, a very exciting precedent, honestly, with this episode because they basically told told you, John Favreau and everybody working on all this this television Disney Plus streaming universe of. Star Wars is that listen this you could have a show about one person 
like but we're bringing in the spinoff to guy to to settle the ratings you know something like that like uh, of all these big spinoff shows like we're not afraid to let this guy come in take over and cook and kind of give us a whole different dynamic to a season um it, it was just very interesting and interesting just to see where it's going to be coming up in the future and everything but for right now just enjoying this episode i mean it's it's the most fun i've had all season and that's just a, a credit to Jin. yeah most definitely very exciting and obviously it was a great episode right off the gate seeing mando seeing him right back up to his work seeing the respect everyone has for him love the uh scene when he delivered the head and uh, i think it was i don't know if it counts because there's probably so much green screen but it was like a one shot because it followed him right oh yeah it went all the way up in the elevator it came out, it, no, there were no cuts, it went around the table, and then it walked back with him to the elevator, so it was pretty yeah. sweet. Uh, I enjoyed that, obviously. And yeah, seeing him take his weapon weapons out for the commercial flight, like, pretty hysterical. Um, I mean, there's just, there just a lot to enjoy. It felt like a Mando episode. You said it, it right really on the gig. It's because Mando is so great because he does all these things and hunts these dangerous people for, you know, lucrative amounts of money for shady characters. But he's also a human. We know that deep down, you know, it's yeah. even more compounded that we can't see his emotion 24-7. So sometimes he just had to pick up on his mannerisms, sometimes his size, things like that. So very interesting. With that said, it kind of worked. This episode of this chapter of the Book of Boba Fett works similarly to last chapter because last chapter got us all up to present date. And this gets us up to the present date with Boba Fett needing some muscle. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, what muscle to have? Because obviously what we know, um, you know, at the end of last week's is that Boba Fett, you know, they want to build a crew together to kind of go against the, you know, the the pikes and and kind of just show force. Um, and again, again, what muscle to have than, than Mando? I mean, we see Fennec Shand kind of, you know, in the background kind of, you know, um, <clears throat> scoping out our favorite Mandalorian. Um but again, you know, it it's funny because, you know, it's again kind of like the the connective tissue uh, within these series. You know, you really need to, you know, you can't come into the book of Boba Fett and not know what's going on in the other series. You know, because this literally takes place right after. So it's kind of cool to see, uh, you know, them kind of trusting their audience that you know everybody's already caught up because Mando he has his own, you know clientele he has his own mission which you know he wants to you know um kind of first scope out the uh the uh the other mandalore and uh you know find his purpose he needs another ship and obviously find our beloved baby yoda so you know it, it's kind of cool to see that it wasn't even you know right out the beginning where fennec met up with mando that we actually had to you know uh process a little bit progress a little bit within till the end of the episode uh so i mean right off the bat that was already you know that was already uh, a major plus just to see what what he's been up to uh mm -hmm. at the time because you know it's funny with the timelines they've you know they've kind of been i mean boba fett we've we've seen you know within the the other episodes uh within the season we've seen them go back in time go right now you know at the end of the return of the jedi all this stuff so you know everything's all up all up to guard so to kind of uh play out you know what everybody's doing at this particular time i think is really you know it shows how much they really 
you know, in the writer's room, they're really like paying attention on, on like what's going on with these characters yeah. and, and are, are they, you know, where are we going to get them to, you know, where they need to be? And, and I think this is, you know, the, cause you know, we, again, you know, within the series of Mandalorian, you know, we all, you know, we love Mando. Like we fell in love with, with Dinjar and everything that he's did, done without him, you know, taking off his helmet for only a couple you know, clips within the within the show itself. You know, it really uh, shows that you know Star Wars fans love Mando. So, you know, mm -hmm. to see him come back within a different series, you know, already shows that you know they really can do you know what they want with this character because he's he's beloved already. Yeah, he's top. He's top tier now. Like it's not even a question of where in lineage. It, obviously, he's the newest one to these the Star Wars lore, but he is he's the top tier. Um, I will want to pose the question to you both because when we he has his meeting with Fennec after he gets his his newfangled ship and everything that that whole scene that was so much fun getting to visit. I can't remember we're, her we're name. We're gonna get to was, that in a second because there's okay. a lot to unpack there. There's we'll a lot right to back, unpack gotcha, gotcha. there. But I'm just wondering if his path, like where his path is going to even lead when it comes to this. We know that he's like boys with Boba at the end of this. But as we'll get we'll get into this discussion here now, then I don't want to jump the gun. But I think that there's still a lot of interesting unanswered questions that you started touching on there, Casali, that is going to be a lot of tell us a lot of the direction of just Mando himself, but also this whole ordeal of whatever event is coming and everything else. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, I got it 100%. We're gonna loop back to everything, uh, Tatooine part of the episode. Uh, after we debut our first What's Train Wreck watching game brought to you by Picasso's Pizza Mando Sessions. So it's very simple. We have Micah Man, Jake Micah, we have Casali Files, Mr. Hollywood Joe Casali. We are gonna present them with a hypothetical situation, and they tell me whether they would prefer to undergo it with Boba Fett or Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Okay, okay. Here we All go. Right. <clears throat> Who would you rather go on <laughs> spring break with? Uh, is, man. Uh, Sal, you want to go first? Um, hmm. <laughs> this is tough. Honestly, I think, I think Boba. I think Boba would be a good uh, kind of uh, spring break guy. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Tamara Morrison behind the scenes, he always loves to, you know, have a good time, uh, you, you know, seeing him playing Boba, you know, on set. He's he's just in for it. Like, he's just so happy to be a part of, you know, back uh, ever since Attack of the Clones. But Boba himself, yeah, I mean, we all know he's, you know, used to the desert. You know, he, he crawled out of a Sarlacc pit and, and kind of – you know, really, you know, We've gotten used to, you know, the sands of Tatooine. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think Boba, like, especially right now, you know, he's rocking the dad bod. You know, he's kind of loose and relaxed. True. and, and Holy kinda, hell dad bod. That's key. Yes. You know, and, and, and I think he's kind of loose and relaxed. And he kind of, like, he already knows, like, you know, who he is and, and what's going on. I think, you know, as much as Din Djarin's great, you know, he's more focused and, mm. and you know, kind of, you know, the, you know, old Western vibe to him where where Boba, he's kind of like he's been there. He's already done what he needed to do. Now he just, you know, wants to go his own path. And, yeah, I think Boba would be a great time, you know, uh, 
you know, rocking the beers, uh, you know, the Corona's <laughs> all the way out in Tatooine. I'm, I'm all for uh, Boba Fett for sure. They definitely, that's what they're drinking on Tatooine is Corona's. All right, so I looked at this two different ways because there's two different people on a spring break. There's the planner there's the pl- who's trying to, like, decide, like, we're going to this place for lunch at X time. Then we're going to go to the beach for this amount of hours. Then we're going to go to the bar, blah, blah, someone that. Then there's just the, the wild card. Who's just gonna be like? I might end up at this bar for ten hours. I may be here for an hour and get kicked out. We may be not even reachable for hours. I think Boba falls into the latter, and Din is definitely the planner. He's worried about where you're getting everything. And in my experience, I fall in better with going with the flow and and uh, and disappearing for a little bit. So I'm taking Boba, so we can go maybe get lost or probably not kidnapped. He could probably probably handle our business, but go cause some more chaos. I think think Boba's the answer. I agree. Oh, okay, yeah. both on the same page of Boba. We'll flip it. We'll have you go first, Micah. Speaking of planner, right. share a bank account with. Oh, oh <clears throat> definitely. This is also Boba because Jin would, if I'm like, Jin would see my Amazon purchases from like the last two weeks and he'd be, I'd, I'd come home from work one day. He'd be like, listen, bro, what is going on here? And Did you really need that oil diffuser at, at 7 a.m. this morning? Like, no. <laughs> Every time he looks at you, you have to wonder if he's questioning you. Mando, like it's when true. Boba looks at you, you can kind of get a vibe for like what he's thinking because you can see his face every so often because he takes his mask off. Did Jaren about about guessing. that game? No, not at all. How about you, Sally? No, that's that's absolutely true. Yeah, you you really can't read what uh <laughs> what Mando was thinking at at all times because you know he could be uh, making any kind of facial expression. So yeah, I mean, I think I mean again, maybe Boba is a little bit more. Uh, Lucy goosey especially now with um, that also it could be a bad idea though because if you're both if well if that's true. loose and and i'm coming out i'm spending all this money on amazon i might need a ginger you know yeah then how about life. yeah then i'm gonna go mando i think that's, that's a great point right there <laughs> uh that mando might, might be a lot more responsible i mean you know especially when i don't know i think i think both is due and all that I He's think also, Mando is a lot more Boba stacks, dude. Din Djarin has been does. like broke the whole series. He's been broke. Yeah, we just we we just saw this man turn down money like four times in the same episode. So he yes. might not be the best person to share. <laughs> Although you gotta admit, he always looks cool doing it. And we'll get to he that does. in a second. We got two more to go here. Okay. If you had to be college roommates oh, with one of them. <clears throat> you want to go, Casale? You want me to go? Um college roommates um hmm could you imagine the mando at a party no yeah boba i'll go boba again boba boba knows how to party boba knows how to party boba knows how to party but you might have to like go get him out of some like crazy shit be like bro how did this even happen like Jin just might be like they might be like yo what's his deal like but at least he wouldn't be off cause most of my i'm just assuming boba would be more chaotic with alcohol in his system i guess that's the assumption but i feel like he would be and Jin would probably just be he'd he'd be under control he might get a little tipsy but he'd at least be able to like calm down and handle some shit if he needs to but hey if boba's the dd i mean getting a ride Mm. home in the slave one would be awesome especially when you when you're a couple of beers that would be dope that would be be sweet (laughs) okay and last but not least this could be another double boba let's see who would you want to watch Star Wars with? Boba or Mando? The thing is, I'm not getting any reactions out of Mando. Boba's probably giving me some good intel. Yeah, but Mando, I think with Mando, 
you know, he obviously, you know, I'm sure he knows a lot that went on, but you know, Mando, he's still been in, in behind the scenes. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on that, you know, you kind of get share, you know, the first experience with Mando. With Boba, you already know the prequel stuff because that's what his father went through. And then, you know, the Empire yeah. and all that stuff, he'll kind of be like he, he'll kind of be like that one friend that kind of just spoils the ending for you or like say, oh, get ready to see this part, you know. So I think I think That's it'd true. be fun to watch Man, uh, Star Wars for the first time with Mando because that'll kind of be you know like a nice experience you can share together. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch Attack of the Clones with Boba. That would just be a really awkward experience. Or or what about Return of the Jedi? That's not even crazy. Yeah. Well, no, not no, yeah. I would love it if, to watch. Uh, you know, like. Empire Strikes Back with Mando because then he'll once Yoda pops up he'll be like kind of confused oh. for a oh, second like wait a sad. minute what that is that <laughs> that would be oh uh, yeah seeing an old man Grogu you know you know Mando oh, yeah. would get emotional Mando's an emotional bro just like when we're learning that Very Boba true. is with those animals come on now that's true making baby banthas but that is our first edition of Mandoception I thought we had a little fun along the way that was great speaking of having a little fun along the way everybody says and again we talked about this at the top of the episode. It was a Mandalorian episode, and everyone's saying it's the best of all the Book of Boba Fett episodes. It kind of stinks. It kind of cooked, cocked Book of Boba Fett a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you know, it's again, it's kind of, I mean, I have been enjoying what we've gotten so far with, with Book of Boba Fett. I think um, there have been some episodes, more than a few, that have <laughs> kind of knocking out of the park, and then some that kind of been slowing the way. I think with what mandalorian has done the first two seasons has been great new kind of even though i would say fresh but it's still you know it's still in a similar territory so to just be right back you know with mando i you know i think that's kind of some nostalgia already you know even though we we mando has only come out has only been new for a couple years Mm -hmm. you know so i don't want to you know again i think it's kind of un i I don't even want to say unfair um, but yeah, I, it's just to see Mando back, like Bo- Boba Fett had, you know, I, I love Boba Fett, but you know, I think what they're doing with Mandalorian and kind of, you know, paying homage to what's come before and having fun with it and whatnot, I think that they just, they really got something special. So to see, I, I think, back, I think for all of us, Boba Fett was our first love, but the Mandalorian is who we fell in love with. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. True. I, I would hundred. So now it's tough. You're looking back at you. I mean, you're you're reminded of everything that can be with Boba and how excited it makes you feel young again. It makes you feel electric. But that's true. At the same Very time, when, when Mando was walking through and he was dark saber in those six, oh, uh, yeah, those was... six nonsensicals in the beginning, it was just electric. Yeah. Plus the way and and this episode too, the way it was directed. This was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. She directed a couple awesome. episodes in Mando and and Bryce Dallas Howard, obviously her father, Ron Howard, who, you know, who's, you know, a, a legend in itself and and all that. And Bryce Dallas, she's been in, in great films and, you know, kicking ass in the in the Jurassic series uh, sequel, you know, trilogy. So, you know, it, I mean, I think she did a wonderful <laughs> job. Um, we'll see. Within, we'll see. Within this, I think she did a wonderful job with this episode. So I, I yeah. think she's killing you know, the Mando episode. Absolutely, sure. yeah. But hey, let's uh let's run through this. I know we got uh appreciate everyone tuning in. What's Trainer watching? 
For me, <clears throat> in Chapter 5, guys, it was all about two and a half storylines, and I'll run these by you as we kind of do our predictions as for everything that happened. But obviously the first big one, which occupies the first half of the episode, Mando tracks down the remainder of the Covent uh, that he had uh, originally been working with, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. with the armor uh, and company. Um, and they tell him that because he removed his helmet, he cannot be a Mandalorian. And that was kind mm-hmm. of a heartbreaker. You can feel Mando's emotion behind that helmet. Speaking of yeah. which. <laughs> he really was. He like he was just gonna pause it out. He was. He was literally <laughs> not gonna say anything. He was it was it was like a business tip. Mando was trying to use a business tactic where if you're the next person to talk on a business deal, you lose like no matter what. And he was trying to wait it out. And then he made her he, she had to ask like four times. Like, yeah. like it was just the three of them standing there. He had the, he had the so what did he have? A vibro blade? I, I know those are a pretty uh, famous weapon in the Star Wars universe, but I've never seen one. I don't think we've seen one that up close for such a length. That that's the first. Yeah, that's got to be the first uh, first sight of it, like live yeah. action, full on like that. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like Thor's hammer either, where he can like where he has to like learn how to control it and everything like that. Like this is it's kind of crazy, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's like it's. I'm. I'm not as familiar. Cause Sally, are you with the the Jedi origins of it that they brought up in this? Because I wasn't unaware of that too. Um, with uh, honestly, no. Um, I'm not yeah. really too sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it comes to uh, you know, because you're talking about the spear that he had or the dark saber. The the saber, yeah. Well, yeah, the dark saber. I mean, I know. I think. Like that has a lot of rich history when it comes to like the Clone Wars series, um, that, you know, because okay, that's, that's very big too. within you know the the inception of the Sith, I think, and whatnot. Um, and uh, you know, like how it kind of fell in the hands with uh, with Moff Gideon. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. I, you know, I, I haven't, I'm not really, you know, toned up with all the animated stuff, um, mm-hmm. as I should be, but. I think that's really where it kind of because I know obviously you know uh, you know obviously John Favreau's behind this, but Dave Filoni is a huge you know um, writer behind you know both series and and obviously Dave Filoni brought us all the animated stuff with Clone Wars and Rebels, so I, th- I think uh, the dark saber definitely has you know a lot to do with uh, you know the Clone Wars and like the history of the Jedi and the Sith and and all that kind of stuff, so. I, I, I don't really remember it's you know it's true inception, but I know it has a lot to do with the history yeah. and the lore of what's come before. And obviously, uh speaking of lore, man the lore, they were alluding to the only way to redeem uh, yourself, yeah. quote unquote, to go back to the mines of Mandalore. That sounds like that could be a side quest down the line. I don't know. That's uh, you know, because you for know, sure. you know, man Mando is an emotional man. We know that for, for a fact, and he would love to redeem himself. But going on these two and a half storylines, so then he's in Tatooine. He's working with, I can't remember the shipkeeper's name or the spaceport keeper's name. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know she's obviously a prominent character. Um, but uh, P- Pilo Moto? <clears throat> Pilo Moto, yes. yes. Pilo it, was Moto? Some, it was some weird name, but I didn't want to just make myself an idiot. But yes, I believe it was Pilo <laughs> Moto. Um, but how about, I mean, did you guys pop like I did when you saw it? A Yo, Nabu fucking Starfighter? Are you kidding me? Come on, that I mean, you know, it's that I and again, that's what I've really that that's what I loved about Mandalorian is, you know, it it pays homage and has like little yeah. Easter eggs 
that like if you really know you know a lot of the the series obviously the starfighters are very very clear to see you know if you're a fan and you know a prequelist uh like i am so uh but you know that's what i always loved is they you know they have their cake and eat it too and to have you know a starfighter pop up you know again it's kind of like holy like i didn't expect that you know like it so to have that come up in like the history um within you know the ship because obviously when you know darth vader was a very young boy anakin skywalker you know he you know hopped on the the starfighter and and helped uh you know win the war um between the trade federation and naboo and in episode one so obviously that's a very you know uh important piece of of the star wars legacy in itself so to have that uh kind of show up i think is just like so much fun you know to you know to say like you know like this exists you know like that's what again that's that's i think what what's the cool thing that they're doing within you know the sequel you know whether it's a sequel trilogy or or this stuff is they really get to have fun with what Lucas did between, you know, the original trilogy and the prequels, because he made the original trilogy first, then he made the prequels and, you know, not a lot of stuff kind of bled through easily within one, two and three and four, five and six, because four, five and six were done in the, in the seventies and the eighties and they didn't have that technology. Mm -hmm. And then the prequels, they had like all this brand new stuff and these new ideas and everything. So I think what's great about these shows is they're actually kind of enhancing, you know, the, you know, saying that these, you know, still exist within this world and they're still like kept underground, you know, because I'm sure the Empire, you know, didn't want any of those, you know, kind of hanging around, you know, to try once the, you know, the, the Republic fell and the Empire rose, you know, I'm sure they had a lot of great doing with, you know, disbanding all, you know, that kind of technology. So to see it, you know, kind of show up on, on, on Tatooine, no less, I thought was really special. It was, I, it was my favorite. I mean, one of my favorite reveals they've done on any of these Disney Plus shows. I was so excited to see that. Um, also, the little thing about after, the, the, first of all, and this is from the Ringer article reading earlier as well, the shots of him flying through the mountains, almost exactly the same as the pod race. If you look at it, it's cat yeah, by screen, cat that's by how screen, I felt. Cap. That's exactly and, how I felt. And after he, when he gets out, and she asks how it handles, and he says, "Wizard." That's Wizard. exactly what. Uh, it's exactly what some one of those little kids said to Anakin after his his pod race too. So it was all the phantom <laughs> phantom menace vibes, all the uh, pod racing vibes. It was God. awesome. I gotta say two two things that Mando did, or three things that Mando did that were the coolest things ever. One, he ran from the police. Two, yeah. he said, "Wizard," about how it handled. And then three, when he got a big bag, he just threw it back and said no charge to Fennec Shan, which he was driving. I mean, it was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. So, that was ball. Obviously, guys, as we're wrapping up on what's trainer about chapter five, we got two episodes left. It's time to go to war, and we got our muscle. I love how we wanted our mm. muscle. Like, like you got the super team trying to form because we got a Hulk? No, we got a Mando. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I mean... And, and the Pikes got teased a little bit in this, right? I believe they were mentioned, yeah. like you know, that they were, times, they're ruthless, yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. you know, they they got they got pushed a little bit, they got built up. Yeah, you know, I mean, for having two episodes left, this episode just like coming by out of nowhere, you know. I mean, obviously, we had the tease, you know, last week, so we kind of expected to see, you know, some, you know, our favorite Mandalorian pop up, but to have this kind of. 
you know, set us right back and really, you know, have him, you know, kind of stand his ground and kind of, you know, continue his story as well. I, you know, who knows, who knows what to say, what they have up their sleeves. Um, if we got any more surprises coming, honestly, I, you know, who knows, I, I'm never going to say never anymore because, you know, That's obviously true. they really can do whatever they want. And, you know, it's crazy that we only have two episodes left to kind of, you know, wrap up, you know, this storyline, because obviously we know that there is a season three of Mandalorian coming um, within, you know, I believe it's coming the end of the year. I know they're shooting it now. So it kind of, you know, made sense that, you know, Mando popped up now. So, I mean, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I'm, you know, I'm excited. You know, I, again, I, I think I'm more excited now that Mando's back, you know, as much as I've, I've been loving what they're doing with Boba and it's been interesting and, and all that stuff. But having Mando return is just exactly what I needed for the show and exactly what I need, you know, for Disney plus star Wars. And it just makes me so excited for season three, but we got two more <laughs> episodes and I think there's a lot more, you know, uh, and, and, these, and these are, these at worst are going to be Mando hybrids. He's clearly in for the rest. Oh, of the absolutely. Of the there's no way he's showing up for just the next episode. And that's it. I think, I think, you know, who knows if we're going to get like a, like an Empire Strikes Back style, you know, cliffhanger that leads into season three of Mandalorian. That's very true. Well, he said though, didn't he say at the end that he has to go do something first? So he's gonna go check like... in on his little guy. Oh, I forgot. So where's little guy? That where is he? Does he have? Is that Tatooine still? I mean, where the hell is Luke Skywalker in the universe at this point? And I mean, I guess yeah. It's there's a lot of unanswered questions there. Go ahead. No, I got two predictions. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you were right. Okay. I was getting ready to go. No, I just, okay. the only thing I have to add is that this, the reason that this is so unfair to this, the, this whole series is because I think the first four episodes were clearly like just world building. Like they wanted to give us all these aspects that are about to just, we're about to get it all together. And I think there's definitely more surprises that they've got coming. There's, and there's definitely going to be like all action, I think, in these last two episodes because they've, we know all the players now. Like they had to go through all that. It might have been a little more tedious, not as exciting as Mandalorian and other ways. And that's valid. I mean, it's, it's just true, but I think it's shaping out to be something. What are your two predictions, Maniac? <clears throat> I got Boba over the pikes, even though I know Boba's like minus a thousand, but <laughs> the season's going to end and it's going to seem like all is good. And, you know, he's got, you know, his area on Tatooine, even if it's just like a part of the planet. And then Tatooine, the season will end. There will either be some kind of signal that an invasion is coming or that like a ship will come out of hyperspace, a destroyer, and it will be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm. Teased in Mando season two, and he continued to combine the worlds. Yeah, I could see that. You know, yeah. There has so. to be that this show you would think the Mandalorian or Boba is going to be the vehicle for whatever the Star Wars event is. Like clearly Mandalorian has been the driving force between the Disney Plus Star Wars since they've announced that whenever that was last year at Disney Plus Day and said Disney Plus streaming event. I've just always wondered what that cuz that could be a million things, right? Like that could be a defender style like combination show that could just be like a two-part two-hour movies like who they could do whatever the hell they want with it but there's got to be something behind it and then usually if it's a star wars universe it's some dude named grand admiral something doing something evil so i think i'm with that you need a grand admiral in the uh in the good old the good old hockey game the good old star wars game <laughs> 
Okay, well, hey, wrap it up here on What's Your Question. I know we talked about the segment in the pre-show, and I don't want to throw it away. Because, Sally, you you looking forward to watching anything in the future? Are you watching anything uh, this past week besides this Mando? Oh, uh, yeah. Besides I this mean, Boba. I did the same thing on the on the reacts, too. I go, oh, that was a great episode of Mando. Oh, I mean, Boba. Yeah, Boba. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I always keep it interested in the apartment. Uh, just, like, having something else to watch. Honestly, I've been kind of binging some It's Always Sunny. Uh, and stuff like that. I am so one. excited, uh, you know. I, uh, you know, for uh, for the new Jackass coming out um, next week. I know we still got a weeks away, but I am beyond excited. Jackass has been uh, a franchise that I have loved ever since I was a little kid, and that, you know, it kind of shaped my, you know, in a weird way, it kind of shaped me into the person I am today with my music taste and and film and, and all that stuff so i mean for them to do another one uh even though we don't have bam coming back which is kind of a bummer uh yeah you know even though he needs to get better soon but you know to to, to have jackass on the big screen i am beyond excited for that even though it's still a week away uh i i just i can't stop thinking about that one yeah jackass is gonna be jackass is gonna be fun um i've been taking advantage of seinfeld on netflix can't go wrong with seinfeld it's a lovely show. You should all watch it if you've never watched it. But a show that I'm sure that we'll talk about maybe in the future for a future season that I'm still not caught up on. I'm almost done with season one is The Boys. I've been watching that. Forgot I was mm. going into that since Peacemaker started up in Boba. I've been slacking a little bit more. But what a great suit. I mean, I'm locked in, bro. Like that show that has everything. So um, getting through season one or two of that. Um, anything new you guys have to recommend, though? We can all I'm, I'm open for all and every show. I'm so bad at honestly other shows besides superhero content. I usually just fall back into my ways. So I'd love to hear about it. I don't all have right. anything new. I went back to the well. I went to Silicon Valley, went to a quick little oh. bit of that. So those are like yeah. eight to ten episode seasons. OK, uh, the episodes aren't too long or whatever. And it's pretty hysterical. I mean, the, the guys at the company are pretty funny. But then you got uh, Bachman played by T.J. Miller. He's yeah. hysterical. And then I can't remember his name, but the guy who plays Gavin Belson is like an illusion of, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, Bezos, like all melted into one character. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like so funny. Like, I mean, just some <laughs> of the shit they do. I mean, it's yeah. so funny. I um, started, I started watching actually quickly. I started watching How I Met Your Father. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw you were a little let week. down. I saw you were a little let down. I, I I wouldn't say let down. It just I mean, How I Met Your Mother. I think is one of those shows that were is a landmark of kind of that time period and the comedy and and the whole storyline where you know and, and it, it, with How I Met Your Father, it kind of set up as like the same thing, only you know the opposite. You know, obviously, because mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, what Hillary Duff as. Uh, you know, the, the Ted Mosby character and, and all that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was let down, but I, I think the the first episode was kind of like, OK, I see what they're trying to do. And, you know, like I'm interested. I'm not hooked yet. But I season episode three aired last night. And, yes. you know, it's coming along. It's you know, I'm, I'm you know, I see what they're kind of doing. And I mean, you know, again, it's fun. And I again, I'm a huge fan of how I met your mother. So. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one for sure. I will say the first season of How I Met Your Mother is not very good either. So, 
That, yeah. I, I haven't watched how I met your father. I watched the first episode. I didn't watch two and three. My brother was oh, watching three. When you go, yeah. when you, yeah. But that's that's the same with all shows, you know. Yeah, like, I was gonna the, say the quick first season is always the tough one. Seinfeld season one sucks. Tough, the Office tough. season one not nearly as good as tough. like the rest. Like they're all yeah. like way worse. Breaking Bad is like, like I brought barely... up before. I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The first season oh, that's... is <laughs> tough. Well, well, but that, know, that's I... I think that's an easy one to say well, it's, it's better because the the show just stays in the bar basically. Well, like, yeah, you know, but yeah. you know it is it is tough. But then you know obviously once Danny DeVito comes along, it just that's when it's big time is amazing. So. Hey, you yeah. can never get mad about bringing up the ensemble. Thanks for hanging out with our ensemble here on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Twitter. Make sure you're following along on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere where you get your podcasts. Because here at What's Trainer Watching, it's not about next week's plans. It's not about next month's budget. It's about next, next week's, week's episode. episode.